Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Welcome back. Hi, sisters. Okay, sis. What was that? I don't know what that was. What are you talking about? Do you not follow Cardi B? Yeah, I do. That's her... Her thing? Her thing. Oh. Well, I miss that. Oh, God. Okay. Like, I miss everything in this world. (laughs) Truly. I'm so not on the pulse. You're so not on the pulse. But don't worry, I'm here to balance us out. Yeah, exactly. For those that are new, I am Scout. I am Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OKSIS Podcast. That we are. That we are. I'm three years older. (laughs) <laughs> and I will make it known every episode. Every every guest, we we quiz them to see. We're who like, who do you think is older? They usually say you, though. I know, which is surprising because our whole life, everyone always thinks you're older than me. It's because I'm taller, but that doesn't... How tall are you? 5'3"? No, you're way taller than that. No, I'm not. Because I'm only 5'2", and you're much taller than me. I'm 5'3". You're 5'4". I think I'm 5'3". Okay. I don't think so. Maybe I'm, I'm like shorter. I just like to say that. Yeah, you're five four, dude. No. Get out of here. <laughs> um. Anyways, do you want to know what song's stuck in my fucking head? Me. No, definitely not that song. G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. All I do is sit in my room and I'm like, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. Wait, what song is that? Wow, by Post Malone. <laughs> oh God, I'm saying wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, sing the rest of it. God, I'm saying wow. I don't know the rest of the words. Uh, I just know G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. Oh my god, that is really funny. Seriously, it's like always in my head. It's you know what's always in my head? What? One last time. No, okay. I, I hate need to breathe. No, the one no. who turns you home. I hate that song, dude. It is the best song that has ever been placed on this earth. You are. This is the worst song. It, it is, is not a good song. Okay, you know why you need? You're going to think it's the best song? Have you watched Shrill? On Hulu? No, you didn't because it was one of my current stations and you did not watch it. It's with A.D. Bryant. She's the oh, main yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. and she goes to this pool party and it's like a fat girl's pool party. Like everyone's, you know, plus sized and she's kind of, you know, everyone's in bathing suits and just like confident living their life. And she's a little still insecure, and reserved. And that song comes on and all the girls are like, come dance with us, come dance with us. She's like, oh, no, I'm too shy. And then she finally goes in and when the drop comes, like, one last time. And then she goes insane. And it's probably the best song placement in any TV show. And it made me an Okay, so this is, like, um, weird. But I am not into watching TV lately. I don't know why. You said this on the previous. I know. I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to sit on my couch and watch TV. I just, it's just not appealing to me right now. You know, I would say like, good for you. Go do, you know, more um, productive things. But TV to me is productivity. I feel in the know. I feel on the pulse. I feel in the world. And like, I'm a recipient. No, like I'm a participant and that I can participate with the rest of the world i didn't because rea- i, know what's I going didn't on TV. realize until we started podcasting that i was so blind to the world <laughs> truly like like you are you are truly like 
living under a rock. <laughs> like I but don't like, know where you. Like, I'm on what, Instagram. What do you consume? I don't think you consume. No, I don't. I don't consume. Actually, not that we're thinking about it. I, I consume like I've got like three bloggers, and I just follow them. That's the thing. It's like if you if you're an influencer follower type of person, um, yeah, you're not gonna really know. I follow they don't, bloggers. It was. I mean, like if you follow influencers, yeah, and so. They don't post about pop culture no. unless they have like an identity and an opinion, which they probably don't. Okay, well that is I'm a joking. huge blanket statement against influencers. <laughs> that is highly incorrect. I just like to follow people who comment on things that are going on in the world and have knowledgeable opinions about them. Yeah, I don't know Knowledge what inducing. my deal is. Yeah. Also, it is sixty-eight degrees in this room. I am freezing. Remember how I said that my life—if I could live my life at a steady 68 fahrenheit i would be just like in heaven so if you, i could just walk around at 68 degrees also your dress is so cute i'm gonna go buy it yeah everyone go get a little baby doll dress from zara i'm gonna go buy it you know why i used to have this dress at similar one from american apparel mm-hmm. r.i.p just kidding they're kind of they're revitalizing their they are rebranding as they say um i used to have one and i wore it 24 7 but i put it in the wash and it shrunk and you could see my whole vagina when i walked around and i like my dresses real short like real short but this was like vagina yeah it was like short yeah it was yeah it was kind of i hear you okay so i had to throw that shit out but well you replaced it with i'm gonna go buy it got it um okay let's do a round of current fixations Let's do it. I'll start. Um, so I cannot believe I've never said this one as a current vacation. And watch, you're probably going to be like, you said it and I totally forgot about it. Um, Saffron and Sage. You actually, well, you've just said, I like talked about it. them, but you've it. never had it as a current vacation. Okay, Saffron and Sage is started by this goddess, Kristen Smith. We love goddesses. Yes, we do. Thank you for saying that. Um, it is a wellness center in San Diego. It's in Mission Hills, I we think. We love technically. wellness. Okay, you know what? Just go <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, Saffron and Sage has a variety of services. They have acupuncture. They have cupping. They have nutritional therapy. They have Reiki. They have breath work. They have yoga. And they have like all these cool events going on. And I'm a member. I get two treatments a month. And it is my go-to place of wellness healing, alternative healing. It, I'm so supported there. Kristen makes me feel so supported every time I walk in the room. So if you are in San Diego, go to Saffron Sage. Tell them Scout sent you. And you're going to get the royal treatment. Mm, I love a good royal treatment. Oh, my God. Saffron Sage, I, you have to go there. I know. I can't believe. The thing about so me. It's so beautiful there, Mads. It's, like, all gray mm-hmm. and white and, like, the music yeah. playing and the smells like it is so beautiful yeah that's us that's us gray smelly music mm-hmm. vibes yeah 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 um yeah when i go to san diego these days i'm not a i'm not a participant in the in the culture i don't no. i don't like because when i go i just go to dad's and it's only for two days and he gets really mad when i don't see him or like don't spend every moment with him and he doesn't like to leave the house so i literally i, I don't i'm not I'm not observing the, this new resurgence of San Diego. Dude, this like Sandy, trendy resurgence. San Diego is going off. I understand, but I am not. I am not in it. See, I, am, I, I don't. Am, I haven't like, observed it. I'm like so in it. I know. It's sad. I can't go to San Diego and not 
sit with dad all day. Okay, well, I'll just change that up and you'll come with me to Saffron and Sage. Great. I also wanted to go to that cute whiskey bar you told me about. Oh, yeah, it's so cute. I know. And then you also have, I have to take you to Urban Urban Eatery. The avocado toast is the best avocado toast you will ever have in your entire. I can't no. eat avocado toast any other place because this avocado toast is so bomb. So there's an avocado toast in um, Silver Lake. Fuck, I'm forgetting the name of the place. Oh, it's okay. going to bother me. I guarantee no, no, no. you that Urban no, no, no. Eatery is better. No, no, no. Because they are so generous with the avocado. Same they with this one. pile it. I think, I think the smashed avocado is about like a foot high. And it is just i'm like this is what avocado is. i don't want a little shamir i don't want to look a little like like little thin layer of avocado no, I, I want, want it piled. yeah no i hear you i want to get my money's worth i want about five avocados on that toast and i want it i want it high okay so this is what we're gonna do you're gonna come to san diego i'm gonna take you to urban eatery and then we'll stop by saffron and sage i don't know when this is gonna happen also um when is this coming out hold on because i want to invite everybody um, I think it's going to be after. Okay, no, no, no. This oh. is going to be on the 13th. Great. Okay, so if you live in San Diego, I am speaking on a panel at Saffron and Sage on the 16th, which is a Thursday. It starts at 6 p.m. Um, if you're in San Diego and you want to come hear me speak, shoot me a DM. I'll let you know how to register and come listen to me. Yay! I know. Isn't that exciting? I'm so excited. I know. You're a speaker. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. 
when I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Oh, let's do the word of the week. Okay. Okay, so I'm totally going to butcher this, to be honest, because this is like the longest word ever. Hold on. Let me just listen to it again. Okay. Sesquipedalian. 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 It is an adjective, and it means given to using long words. Which is so you. I know. Sesquipedalian. So I am... Sesquipedalian? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a sesquipedalian. I'm a, no, that's a noun. No, because you could say you're pretty and pretty is an adjective. So you are. I'm not a ses- No, not, yeah. you're just sesquipedalian. Right. My my language is sesquipedalian. Yeah, exactly. Damn, I like that. Isn't that such a good word? Sesquipedalian. Sesquipedalian. I could say I that all like day long. It. I know, it's super fun. Um, The professor used sesquipedalian like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Wow. I know it's a good one. That is a great one. Sesquipedalian. You. You're welcome. Thank you for gracing us with the sesquipedalian of it all. You are very welcome. Okay, let's get into this. Fix me up. No, no, no. We haven't done current fixations. Ye- oh, you have to do yours. Oh, I did mine. Oh, Whoops. Sorry. sorry, I jumped um, ahead. Okay, my current fixation. Talk about influencer influencing people. I. I am obsessed with presets. Oh, my God. Guys, this is probably the most basic thing that has ever happened to me. But it is. I don't really ever post anything with a preset. I just like putting them on the photos. And I and, and then you don't post it? <laughs> yeah, because it's so fun. So Lightroom, it's the app everyone uses. And you buy presets from bloggers and influencers. And you can even get them on Etsy for like two bucks. Every influencer has one that's like 50 bucks. I was like, oh, I'm not going to pay for this. But my friend actually just sent me this one bloggers presets and it's just so fun to go through all your photos and and put the presets and like change all the like lighting and this and it's it just it gives me more I never post something with a preset but it gives me hope that I can make a 
terrible photo okay, better. So, you know what I mean? But like, why don't you post it if it's so good? Because I don't want my feed to look super. Um, so you just saturated? purchased these presets to just have fun with them. My and friend not sent them to me. Them. I didn't buy them. I oh. will not purchase. Can $50. you send them to me? Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm actually I did filter. post so for instance like the my one of my latest Instagrams with uh, me sitting on the bed which we're going to recreate sands. and do for me yes um, that one it doesn't look like I used a preset but I just made the like exposure bit uh, lighter because that it was pretty so, dark okay, you and I have been trying to get a photo like that for like three years three years so it's gonna happen for me my dreams are coming true I know I felt I literally my mom was like um, she was doing the whole photo shoot she's like I paid three hundred dollars just for this photo I was like yeah yeah, basically. Like, literally. This is the perfect background for that type of photo. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna With my sunglasses. Bag. I should have just had red lipstick and a cup of coffee, but it's okay. Well, we're going to recreate it for me. And I really didn't. When I was posting it, I was like, God, this is so basic. But I was like, you know what? 2019 is it's- the year of me just not giving a shit what other people think about no, my I social media that. presence. Like, I you know what? That. I'm going to post what I want to post. I don't care what you say. And okay, I but get can we just feedback. talk for a moment how good you are at social media? <gasps> oh, my really? God. Your Instagram stories are so fire. <laughs> what do you, like, my my personal ones? Oh, my God, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh God. <laughs> Why? Unbelievable. Girl, Mine are so lame. I like to keep it real. I know, you, but you're just, like, super aesthetic and on point. Like, when I do stories, it's, like, a fucking hot mess. Okay, so I've been actually, um, all the stories that I posted from the Sands Hotel when we went to Indio, um, those were all presets. Oh, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So I've been using presets for my stories because it just seems a little like not as annoying. Will you send me these presets? Yeah, I'm going to send you the presets. Thank you. You're going to look like a influencer queen. Oh, great. That They're great. great. They make you look very tan. Oh, okay. I'm done. I'm just all for it. You know what? Face tune up your face. Put on that smoothing. Get a little preset in there. Instagram is supposed to be fake. Yeah, it is supposed to be fake. But the Instagram stories I would like to be a little more real. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. I'm I'm exploring. Okay. I'm dabbling. Well, well I'm glad to be a part of this with okay. you. <laughs> Great. Um, should we get into this week's Fix Me Up? Yes, we should. What a fix me up we have for you, latest. We are going to be talking about... Okay. Cancel, cancel culture. culture. So let's... Hashtag cancel culture. Let's define cancel culture. The New York Times said canceling is an act of withdrawing from someone whose expression, whether political, artistic, or otherwise, was once welcome or at least tolerated, but no longer is. Right. So it's a cultural boycott. Yes. It's... What which, I've noticed from cancel culture, especially with the influence and dominance of social media and how potent it is... It's very easy to ascribe to mob mentality when it comes to cancel culture. So everyone just gets on board. No Mm -hmm. matter what the truth is, no matter where the facts are, because there is such a wildfire-esque aspect to social media, it's so easy just to jump on a bandwagon and be like, yeah, fuck this person and cancel them, you know? Whereas previously that wasn't really the case. Like the only, the OG cancel culture was Monica Lewinsky. I think that's like yes. really a really specific case of canceling and um, shaming. Public public shaming. And I think, I mean, it's public shaming has been around forever, obviously, but um, I think cancel culture specifically has been more of a topic, I think, due to social media. Do you want to know who I'm super surprised was not canceled in, like, in a larger way than maybe he did get some heat for? Woody Jay-Z. Allen. Oh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. 
Right. Beyonce? Uh, because she for, because she forgave him. Flipped this his narrative. Whole, his narrative in Lemonade. And at the end, you were like, I love Jay-Z. No, I, I still, I don't. You know what? Have you seen Homecoming yet? No, no you haven't. I haven't. God damn it. So you he's painted in a very good light in the in the uh, documentary you know he really steps aside for her um you see him being an incredible dad like he's the one bringing the kids to set rather than you know the other way around like she's working so hard she just had two uh, twins and he's like coming on set with the kids which like it's really sad that we have we like praise men, men for doing for that, doing, but it's men do one little thing one, with kids and we're like bow oh down, yeah, it's the best bow down. It's so true. But I completely agree, and that's kind of what I talk about with con- cancel culture is there is a spectrum, right? Yeah. Or there should be a spectrum, um, but sometimes it's a little fuzzy because we cancel Harvey Weinstein, of course, Duh. but then we kind of canceled Aziz. But then we brought, but then he's now accept, accepted, and we pulled them. The Aziz thing was a little strange. Str- exactly, but we kind of, it came at a very similar time. So we pulled, like, Harvey Weinstein, Aziz, James Franco. Remember that weird thing with James Franco? They were all pulled in the same discussion, which is completely unfair, because that was when the Harvey Weinstein, I think, erupted cancel culture, obviously, yes. especially in the Me Too movement and in terms of sexual abuse and those types of cancelings. Um, but it, but I hated that it was that the discussion was pooling in Aziz with that as well. So it, it really is a spectrum and, but people, people are treating it like binary, like you're canceled or you're not. Yeah. Well, I think that what happens is a cultural movement happens. People get on board with the cultural movement and then anything that is tied to that cultural movement, whether that is a very minor offense versus a very large offense, people group everything into one category and therefore just um, place a blame or a badness or um, a guiltiness onto a group of people when really their lines of actions or their actions are completely different from one another. Right. And I mean, look, cancel culture on on in one light is actually a very positive thing like we need to be exposing people with bad behaviors like harvey weinstein and canceling those people that actually have done bad things but there is this aura about it today where it's it's completely hurtful for people that to some people who weren't seeking that attention so for instance like jordan woods yeah like her life is ruined and I think she'll prevail. She'll prevail, but the cancel culture. I mean, was the cancel so culture. Raw with she her. got. She was very raw with her, but she also got like more followers after that. I understand, but I'm sure she would have wanted it the other way. Of course, like, of course. But I'm just saying, people didn't really cancel her because they they were like so attracted to her, like they wanted to watch this breakdown happen. But that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. it's so toxic? We're like these little like. It's it's like this consumption and this me- it's a uh, it's entertainment for us and it's yeah. co- it's become a spectacle. It's no longer this person did a bad thing. Let's cancel him. It's like oh, I want the drama. I want everything. I want to like follow this person and be in there. You know. Also, it's there was weird... this one canceled when Taylor Swift was canceled for a hot second. Well, she wasn't canceled. She was. There was a second where people were hating on Taylor Swift well, because Kim exposed her as the little snitch she is. I know, but I was like a little bit upset about that because I think that Taylor Swift gets a lot of heat for the amount of men that she's dated. 
Mm. And like, um, I don't really find yeah. that to be really fair for a reason to cancel a woman because like she just dates a lot of people. Like, so what? Sure. Men date a lot of women all the time and they don't get canceled. Yeah. And I feel like that was an aspect to her cancel situation that happened before she came out with um reputation. Yeah. No, that wasn't why she was canceled. It was because of the whole Kim Kanye. I thing. know, but there was an element of it of like she's fake and just dates too many men and uses them for publicity and then moves on. Okay. Well, regardless, um, I also want to talk about art and cancel culture. So, ooh, this one's a good one. Yeah. So this is um uh this is definitely complex, but in the recent events of um, Michael Jackson documentary, the Saving Ar- or the R. Kelly documentary, um, Kanye even, um, you know, we we learn things that bad uh, behaviors that, and they're uncovered and we learn more about them. And then what does that mean for their art? Does so, it mean we can't listen to them anymore? Does that mean we can't support them anymore? What what does it mean? And I don't this think anyone like, really... This is a big deal because if you look back into art history, Jackson Pollock was a complete womanizer and an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yet we praise his work like it's nobody's business. Um... Woody Allen. Woody I, Allen. I I'm am, surprised why he's not canceled. I am such a Woody Allen fan. His movies are so great. But then his his situation is very complex, and I've been very fascinated by his situation. I have actually researched a lot about it. Um, I've come to the conclusion that it's not, like, as weird as we all think it is. Um, but there's a huge there's a huge separation of the self and the work. And people go on praising the work while shaming the self. But a lot of times those two don't interconnect until recently with R. Kelly. I watched Surviving R. Kelly, which was appalling. I was so taken aback and shocked and disgusted. So I am now a big proponent in not listening to R. Kelly's music. Mm -hmm. But like, why do I still like Woody Allen's films? Why do I still like Kanye? Woody Allen, Woody Allen cannot be placed into the same category as R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a rapist and a sex cult. That's what I'm saying. Cancel culture is There's a spectrum. Is, is pooling everyone together. We need to treat it like a spectrum. Yeah. But it seems like people are treating it like binary. Like you're in one group or another. Yeah. You're either completely out or you're in. And, you know, Kanye, obviously he suffers from a mental illness and he needs help, obviously. But, you know, some of the things he said is unforgivable. And well, just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean you get to be an asshole. That is very true. That's and not those yeah, two are not simultaneous. Yeah, you can't, you can't just can't hurt people. That. No, of course. And saying that slavery was a choice is just like that is ridiculous. He was obviously on. I don't even know what was going through his mind, but I I struggled with that because um, I love Kanye and I yeah. I have supported him through everything, every crazy thing he's ever done and said. And that was, I think, my even I even kept supporting him through the MAGA shit and uh, his rants and whatever. That was the one where I was like, okay, dude, come like, come on. That's a little ignorant and blind. And you just but it's hard because now, you know, he went to Sunday service at Coachella and I was, you know, you know, I was up live streaming. It seems like everyone forgot about what he had said. Yeah. It's very interesting. And then some people get excommunicated as a whole. Yeah. I think it's a separation of art and and the self and some people we deem 
not worthy of that separation and other people we deem worthy of that separation. So like we will continue on praising Jackson Pollock, but we will not continue on praising R. Kelly. Right. And it just depends on the crime committed and it depends on the situation. But historically, people have removed the artist from the art and just praised the art and and condemn and and, um, what's the word? Uh, forgiven the artist for certain acts just because their art is so revolutionary and beautiful and and insightful it seems that recently though we're not as forgiving like it's just like now well now there's a resurgence of accountability accountability and exposure totally and now i think it's because of the the on-demand news cycle the constant media and the and, and just we could see so much more well also women are standing up we're saying right, enough is yeah, enough like yeah. women are finally at a point in history where we have been used and abused countless times over history and now we're finally seeing this wave of feminism which we've talked about on our other fix me up which is a complete step up to be like mm-hmm. no we are not mm-hmm. accepting this anymore i mean i remember when trump came out with all that locker talk about like grab them by the pussy mm-hmm. And we were, I was with a family friend and he said, he said, he's, you know, he's like our dad's age. He said, we all say shit like that. That's the way men talk. And I looked at him and I said, not my generation. Our women no. don't put up with that shit. They will no. not let men speak that way to them anymore. Right. So I think there's, women are stepping up into a role of power and a role of exposure. And I feel like that's where cancel culture is becoming that mob yeah. mentality and gaining such traction. Totally. I mean, it's a complete... It's complete power dynamics. It's the abuse of power. It's the the sharing of power. It is the uh, the burning out of power. It's all about power and yeah. who we accept and who we reject. It's, uh, that's what it boils down to. But um, I I would encourage everyone to watch John Oliver's segment on public shaming. It kind of just goes into every and he actually interviews Monica Lewinsky, which was which is incredible. I need to I need to read her book or I think she wrote a book, but um. He just he touches on how destructive public shaming can be, especially for people because it um, there's a lot of misdirected anger. And since the news is so quick and since social media spreads like wildfire fire and it's the virality of it, the facts can get lost and it can become a whole nother thing that was like completely not what it was supposed to be. Like he touches on this one case, this woman sued her nephew because he jumped on her and she broke a bone but it wasn't supposed to be like an anger it wasn't it was more so like for legal reasons and people saw it as like oh my god she was suing her nephew and it went off and she was like people were sending her death threats like she was completely she was like guys i was like why are you you know there was this misdirected anger towards her because social media loves to just make it like a mockery of the person yeah is only what i'm saying sorry about that little brain fart Regardless, everyone should watch the John Oliver um, Yeah, segment. it sounds amazing. He, I mean, he is... Anything he says, I just, like, praise and... Okay, so believe. here's the thing with John Oliver. I think he's so intelligent, and I love everything that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. But his voice gives me a headache. Oh, I love like, it. Like, I literally get a headache watching John Oliver. Oh, my God. So I it's so it. unfortunate, because I used to, like, bow down to John Stewart, and now he's gone, and so I don't... Why does it give you a headache? Because he's so it's like intense the way he speaks it's like so loud and intense and fast and angry and and it gives me a headache oh wow john oliver if you're listening i love you and i love i love i love him too but he just gives me a headache which is super unfortunate i mean it's also like the jesse smollett of it all there it's such a 
I think it's just it happens so quickly these days is yeah. what I'm trying to say. And, and people, it's very hard to reverse it if it isn't the truth and, and people, if it isn't facts. People shame without thinking. They shame totally. immediately. So exactly. they, they see a train going. They jump on quickly without doing the research. And then they're kind of fucked. Yes. Interesting. This is very interesting. I know. Cancel culture. So what do we do about it? I think I think that we do our research. Right. I think that we treat the crimes with the appropriate punishment. Right. And get we need to be more informed. Yeah, more informed. Yeah. And don't public shame someone to just public shame someone. Like think about your actions, think about what you're posting on social media, think about the way you speak about other people. Like yeah, R. Kelly deserves to be fucking canceled. That guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. But there's other people out there who maybe are just misunderstood and the media and the public portrays them in a certain way that isn't fair and we need to like take a step back and think about who we're shaming. Right. Yeah, I- I'm not really sure <sighs> I mean, we just need we need to change as a society more so. I mean, I, guess I think it that some people deserve individual. public shaming, but um, like R. Kelly deserves all the public shaming in the world. It's just like people are so quick, and it's it's so and it, yeah. Sometimes it's it's deserved, and others like Jordan Woods, poor Jordan Woods, yeah, canceled. That was really yeah, that was really that intense. was like overnight. That wasn't even like that was legitimately overnight. Yeah, that's it scary. didn't even have a day. Yeah. It wasn't a day. It was like 12 hours. It was it was overnight. Yeah, we woke was, up and Jordan Woods is canceled. Yeah. It was just, I felt You were really like so enamored by that oh, story. That was the best story ever. I mean, oh she's back. God. It's like kind of strange. I figured she'd be back. <laughs> Her and Kendall were at a party together at Coachella. Oh. Um, but no one should be giving death threats to anybody. No. That is so like, no unacceptable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, cancel culture. Let us know what you think. Give us your th- thoughts. Yeah, and if you guys like listening to OKSIS podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review. This helps us more than you know, and we more love you, you know. guys. We love you.